Oh, I know what I was going to tell you. I'm, I know you probably don't give a shit about this, but um, doing the editing for the show, I realized my old, my mouse I was using is loud as fucking shit when it clicks. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, That's what I think everyone should edit a podcast at least once so that they can well, learn <laughs> a little bit more etiquette. Um, so I bought a new one with a silent click, and it's oh, yeah? oh so nice. Ooh. Yeah, that's the problem with using a mechanical keyboard because I'm like, ooh. I got yelled at for Let's Rewatch because I, uh, I now have like this like a thick, soft paperback book I use basically as a coaster to put drinks on and stuff. Uh-huh. But because Brett, who would be like, "What are you doing?" It makes like a laser twang. I was like, "Oh, it's <laughs> if I put a drink down on the desk, it like vibrates." No, sorry, that's my laser guitar. In a galaxy far, far away, three buddies get together to talk about The Mandalorian. I'm your host, Tim Lanning, and joining me, as always, is Jane Ritt. Hey, everybody. And Pat Edwards. Hi, all my buddies. How are you doing today? I'm great, Tim. Yeah, no As I said before we started, I'm on my second beer, and it's 1 p.m. Well, 1.19 now. Yeah, when I saw you crack that beer, I sprinted downstairs yelling, beer, 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 mm-hmm. uh, t- to open my first and last beer. But I'll probably go to the beer store because uh, we planned on making uh, mold wine, but it was raining, so we didn't want to go to the store. Okay, I was going to say, I didn't see how those two are correlated. <laughs> we didn't have any wine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that I see how. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, cracking into some mold spotchka. Just kidding. That's made of shrimp. Um, that would mulling spices would not. Oof. What if spotchka is just like a general term, and it's like hooch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, or something like that. And uh, some places make it out of shrimp. Some but it was blue. It, sand. it was the same neon blue on on Tatooine as it Tatooine. was on. We never got a name for a shrimp planet, did we? I did bet we? we did, but it's, I bet I guarantee you we did, but it's not important now. Okay. Uh, what generally did um, everyone think of this planet planet episode? I'll go first. Well, the planet sucks shit. Yeah, the planet yeah. was bad. I, I, <laughs> planet had I li- some concerns. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Thank you. Yeah, I liked it. I have some grave concerns about what we have learned about Baby Yoda. <laughs> or should uh, I say adolescent Yoda who has been pretending to be a baby so that <laughs> so that daddy will carry him around everywhere. <laughs> What's his name? Grogu or Krogu? Grogu. As I said, Grogu. Our, Grogu. Our god has a name and it's Grogu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all my homies love Grogu. Uh, uh <laughs> I don't I, know what name I expected, but when he not said Grogu. Grogu, I was like, what the fuck? So, and then we'll talk about it. I'm just going with it. I've already adopted it, and that's how I, and I've already adopted it just because say. that's his name. They created who we used to call Baby Yoda, and then they gave him the name Grogu. I yeah. think it's fine. I feel like also it, to do, it was a really weird time to do it. It was just fifth episode of the second season was a very interesting choice, but again, this show is nothing if not weird choices um well i mean i think everyone will remember that i i i knew ahsoka was going to be in this episode and it was going to be a very ahsoka themed episode and i think if you listen between the lines <laughs> i probably implied that his name was grogu at sure. some point oh yeah 
Um, if you actually go the first take, there's a segment where Tim says five sentences. They're, they're broken up by yes. interjections from Jane and me. But if you find that perfect segment, the first letter of the first word of each sentence, Tim says, it's mm-hmm. G and then R and then O and then G and then mm-hmm. U. So, yeah. Yeah. I used to know someone that worked at HBO. So I would get the early names for the Game of Thrones episodes. Uh, I do not have that for Disney Plus, but if mm-hmm. this episode was called The Grogu, I bet that would be funny. I hope next episode <laughs> is called The Grogu. That would be great. Oh, so here, where I'm going with this is, I feel like at this point, no matter what, it was going to be sound weird or feel weird. And, right. Um, there's literally, I cannot fathom maybe Steve. Um, I can't yeah. fathom a combination of letters that Han Solo that unanimously the audience would have been like, oh, "Yeah, that's so perfect." Because again, this is Star Wars fandom, and we love the Star Wars, but the fandom, holy shit! Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, it feels a little bit like a name that was designed so that they could park copyright. Like there has never been a character named Grogu before, so the <laughs> IP lawyers are like, "Hey." It, I appreciate that they didn't start it with Y because I just feel like I don't know. Actually, yeah. Yogu, <laughs> Yogu, Yogu. Yeah, Yoda, Yoda, Yaddle, yeah, yeah. Grogu Yogu, is, yogurt. I mean, I think it's it's well established that I think that Yoda is a pushy little goblin. Mm-hmm. Um, the name Grogu is very goblin to me. It just reads goblin. Mm-hmm. Got it. Oh, gotta very. Say goblin. It. I mean, yeah, very goblin. Great, great oh. goblin name. And one thing I want to mention. Uh, call back to last week. A joke. It, I can't believe the turnaround on it. I want to give Jane a big hearty shout out because <laughs> we made the joke. I mean, it wasn't a joke. We knew it was serious that Disney basically just painted some fluorescent blue macarons and product placement. And we're like, oh, yep. Galaxy Quest. Fucking 24 hours after we record that episode, <laughs> Jane sends us a link. It's like, oh, William Sonoma's selling them already. They're calling them Navarro Nummies. And it's, you ready for this? $50 for 12 what a steal 50 us dollars for a sleeve of navarro nummies and they're just vanilla yeah bullshit um we live in hell that's such a rip i have right now as we record this in my fridge a box of 12 macarons from aldi for five dollars they're not from Navarro, so they're not yeah. from this. They were not. Are, flown are they in. blue? They were they... not flown in from Navarro. <laughs> so, so I will say, um, buying two, for the price of two packages of Navarro nummies, I could purchase Grogu.com. <laughs> Do that right now. Do that right now. Do that right now. <laughs> Jane, I, I, I'm in for a third of this. I will you. I will you right now. But Jane, if you do this, give me your, in, in tech, and like message me your Venmo. I will Venmo you. I'll take you. Grogu Do we, and we confirmed on how it's spelled? G R O G U. I yeah. looked at read multiple review articles. They all spelled it that way. I, oh I, my god! I will even take over the, the instead of thirty three the third. I will. I'll take the thirty four dollar. I'll be. I'll put in for the thirty four dollar piece of this. <laughs> of the of okay. The, well, um, I'll I'll have it in my cart. And then I'll purchase it before this episode goes live. Um, okay. Yeah. It's going to be sniped. It's going to be sniped. And we are going to redirect Grogu.com to Bounty Buddies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's so good. Uh, Jane, did you? I don't think we finished you uh, your general thoughts. Is that true? I forget. So I love Ahsoka. I love Ahsoka. I love Ahsoka. Um, and seeing her on screen realized was a... 
rush. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was just an incredible moment. But I, I almost feel like I still need time to process because mm-hmm. there were, I just felt sort of a disconnect in terms of her character that I actually think probably does make sense given where we are in the timeline, everything right. that she's been through, um, mm-hmm. and the reactions that she had to training up a youngling who has strong emotional attachments. Jane, and let me say, uh, I apologize, audience. I mean, like, there's going to be, I feel like, a very distinct format to this particular episode where Tim and I ask Jane lore questions. <laughs> <laughs> um and, and we'll get into the recap, you know, the play-by-play. But is is there what is the do you know what is the canon explanation for where Ahsoka was during the events of the original trilogy? Uh, what she was up to. So, um, her alarm didn't go off. Crap, <laughs> I missed it. Um, so there are sort of vast chunks of her life that are unaccounted for, mm-hmm. but um, when she uh, was leaving the end of uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars, which is mid-prequels. She had been framed for a crime um, and was exonerated, but the behavior and short-sightedness of the Jedi Council caused her to lose faith and to walk away, which was one of the um, factors, I think, holistically that led to Anakin losing his faith in the Jedi Council, you know, mm-hmm. seeing that they were not um, always right about everything, and he'd mm-hmm. already had doubts, but especially just losing his ability to have sort of stabilizing influences in his life and opening him up to uh, dark influence. Okay, And, and she, she, she pops up in Rebels, right? Yes, um, she had a major role in the rebellion. Okay, so it's, so I, when's it's, the last time she has popped up in the lore? Was it Rebels, or is there like a comic book? Or? Uh, I I believe it would have been Rebels. Um, so yeah, when I when I when I saw this, having I don't know anything about Rebels and stuff like that, I was definitely curious about the vibe of Ahsoka. I think I was yep. nervous that it was a situation where it's like, oh, she's, you know, darker in attitude and tone uh, than, oddly enough, season one of Clone Wars, which is where I'm at. Don't spoil. <laughs> I, I'm assuming Anakin and everybody gets along pretty good. Uh, so uh, how, how did that jive with you? Because that's probably one of the things I'm most curious about. I mean, she's been through a lot. Um, so I think uh, a fairly reserved Ahsoka, Ahsoka, who's very honed on a specific purpose and not necessarily um, keen to get wrapped back up um, in, I guess, other people's drama when she has her own quest that she's working on. Uh, Ahsoka's overall emotional arc throughout sort of all of Star Wars is really uh, pretty interesting. She has some major personality shifts, but I think that's largely because we watch her grow up Mm -hmm. um, throughout all of the series. That's cool. Why hurt? Do, why do our lightsabers look like that? Um, they are sick as hell. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're cool. I was gonna say, um, it's it's one of those things where it would be really easy. And again, it's because you know the original trilogy was before the character was created, and it seems like well, if this is such a pivotal character and was Anakin's apprentice. Why wouldn't she come back to be the one to help defeat Darth Vader? But she also strikes me as someone who's not. Uh, I haven't watched all. I've watched 
a little bit of Clone Wars, probably, a very small percentage. But she's, it, it, she strikes me as someone who at this point is like, she doesn't give a shit about glory. Where it's like, yeah, when you think about it, the war of the original trilogy spanned the galaxy. And it was not just these like highlight glory moments, right? It was, it was, there's probably just a hundred plus hundreds of battles across multiple systems. And she strikes me as someone who's like, I'm doing the dirty, the, the crucial, the dirty work, the crucial work. That's not necessarily glamorous, but I'm just doing what needs to be done and getting it done and not worried about that. So it's like, yeah, there's lots of stuff going on out there. And, you know, could explain why she's also not at like the big celebration at the end and just chilling out with the new Republic as like a, yeah. a, a, a baron of a planet or something like that. She's like, nah, my work's not done. I got shit yeah. to do. She so, might be uh, added I, in eventually if mm-hmm. Big G gets his way. But who uh, right. uh, say I did think for a second at the end, and, and we could probably wrap up general thoughts in a second. Uh, that uh, I was kind of surprised there wasn't like a uh, her looking over to like a, a Force ghost or something like that. But, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, 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 yeah. No, I, I thought this was sick. It, it played into some of the cool shit that I liked about The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. uh, the lines of like, okay, this gal made a lot of money doing the war, uh, and it was like, okay, she was on the bad side, and then they both had that line, like, I mean, yeah, she's still in business, uh, which I thought, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that that is what I like about season one of Mandalorian, that's what, that's the, <laughs> one of the redeeming parts uh, of the admittedly bad scene uh, or section uh, of the casino uh, in Last Jedi. Um, uh, while it's bad, it gave us the gift of like, hey man. <laughs> Military the, industrial the, complex. Right. The New Republic ain't, mm-hmm. ain't spotless, man. It's And all, the rich people stayed rich and didn't, and they don't give a shit that the war is over because uh, there's always going to be more wars. I like that part. Um, I liked them saying Grand Admiral Thrawn. I fell out of my chair, which was hard because <laughs> it's in the corner and it's like a sectional and I was laying down. Um, I'm going to call uh, uh, my cat Lucy Grogu as much as possible because she both looks and sounds like Baby Yoda. Uh, she's very chunky, big eyes. Um, eats frogs. Eats frogs. She's always eaten. She does. Uh, she makes like no- squeaky noises. She's very annoying right now. Mm-hmm. I hate her. I screamed at her this morning. She did not like it. You forgot um, the part where your cat moves things with her mind. She does do that too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought this, it was cool because it's just like, uh, it, 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 it had that bottle trope vibe that we love so much of Mandalorian, mm-hmm. a.k.a. we go to the town on the planet because the planet has one town and <laughs> uh, they recreate a scene from, you know, a cowboy movie. Right. Yeah. And that's what is fucking sick. Uh, there were very lots. good samurai tropes. Oh, yes. yeah. I have that oh, my, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, that's 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 my vibe. And I'm excited to talk about it. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, this episode was directed. I mean, I feel like the the ideal person you'd want to direct this episode. Yep. Dave Filoni. Um, a uh, respectable 47-minute runtime, mm-hmm. which I felt – it's so interesting, man. The Mandalorian, with its runtimes and pacing, there are short episodes that feel long to me, and there are longer episodes – that feels short to me. And this is one, this is the latter. I feel like this is, this is on the longer end of the spectrum of all the episodes. And it did not, at least for me, did not feel like a longer episode. I don't know. Yeah. Just, um, you're definitely right. So yep. it's, I ha- personally, I'm going to stop, um, 
after last week, I stopped watching the recaps because I, I would just let it play. Like you put it on, you let it play, or you're sitting spoilers, down. Yeah. I am per- I am intentionally hitting the button because yeah, it's stuff like like with last week where they show you like why are they showing that Mithril guy? And it's like yeah. oh he's going to be in this one, and it's right. like um so we have our cold open and what a cold oh, open! What a so cold good. open, dude! Uh, just I mean, my brain was just like. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 just uh, 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 sparks were flying out of it because, yeah. like, I, like I, yeah, it's like okay, duh, we knew this is gonna happen, but like, right. I can't believe it's happening, you know? Yeah, and and there is something about seeing lightsaber combat on television. I know, like, in the context mm-hmm. of a TV show that right? is still very exciting to uh, me, especially a in live terms action. of the live action. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really just, I really, really, really like this cold open of uh, again. So it. it we're doing our play by play. There's a town. There's a, an alarm going off. There's villagers. Look like they're being huddled and looks a like gong. At, at first yep. it looks like it was, I'll talk about the gong. Um, at first it looks like like the soldiers are protecting them, which yes. you know, um, which I thought was an interesting short term misdirect. But and then there's some soldiers out in like this really it's like a bog forest, yeah. misty and murky. And then yeah, you see two bright like white lightsabers appear and we know who it is i mean they don't hide it it's you know you see it's pretty quickly and then uh it's ahsoka and it's she dispatches them ruthlessly efficiently stealthily it's pretty badass uh i read one article that the review it was um and it compared it i feel like this is kind of a reach but i just i did think it was interesting to the open of rise of skywalker which shows like kylo ren very very like like different fighting styles, right? Yep. Very like brutally, not nothing, yeah. nothing elegant about his the way he's fighting in the Rise of Skywalker open. It's very brutal and visceral, um, like barbarian style. Mm-hmm. Where and this is like also in woods, also armed soldiers. Mm-hmm. But Ahsoka, it's like very stealthy and sleek and yes. delicate and precise. And she's just coming yes. up behind them, and she's constantly like retracting her lightsabers for cover yep. of the mist in the darkness and then only popping them out to strike and then like it's i think it's shot wonderfully it's mm-hmm. re- just really fucking yeah cool. she's like the goddamn predator and it's it's yep. it's such a good easy choice of like all right let's put the jedi in mist and then just have their lightsabers light up because their lights and lighting effects are cool now we have the technology and it's like the way that she kind of like smirks sometimes yeah she's like a predator ninja with that that has like cool light effects like idiom and the thing yeah it was it was definitely like what the fuck is happening here who are these people and the fact that they did kind of feel vaguely <laughs> rise of skywalker uh, mm-hmm. uh bad guy opening it's like is Ahsoka bad? But then you kind of you get the vibe they're all right. standing uh-huh. there. It's like, oh, that's a warlord. She's this lady's bad. You can tell. Yeah, she's she's an aristocrat. She's a capitalist. She deserves to. <laughs> she's yep. an oligarch, as I call her. Uh, so there's a yeah, the boss lady. We don't know what her title or name is yet, and she's up on this 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 high wall of this walled city, and Ahsoka just kind of walks up, and she's got it's one of those really cool moments where she's got like what. Like a, it seems like a personal army with 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 their big rifles, and mm-hmm. she just kind of strolls up like, yeah, psh, whatever. Yeah, love, yep. the, love those moments. Um, where it's like she's on the ground, they're behind a wall, and they have many guns, but somehow it feels like she's in the position of power yep. still. Love that stuff. Love those yeah. tropes. That's best. And it, it, she she, it's really quickly. I think pretty good uh, economy of dialogue that tells yes. you a lot without being too mm-hmm. expositional. Where it's basically, mm-hmm. um, boss lady. The mag- who we found out is the magistrate wants something or ha- knows something that Ahsoka wants to know, and she's like, "I'm not going to tell you." And then I-, I highlighted that she has a right hand lackey who is played by uh, an actor called Michael Bean, 
that name might not be um household but his face is definitely you've definitely mm-hmm. seen him and stuff he was i put everyone he, the guy works man he's been in a ton of stuff i pulled out what i felt like were the three most notable he was one of the he was Cor- corporal hicks one of the marines in aliens the second alien movie um he was kyle reese in terminator one and, i thought uh, you were going to say he was kylo ren and i was oh. like what <laughs> excuse um, me <laughs> and he was uh johnny ringo in tombstone um, he, and he's great in this. Oh, yeah. He's really that's, solid. That's one thing that I assume they're doing, which is, like, picking out rad character actors they just yes. like. Yeah. And I was like, who is this guy? It's like, oh, that's 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 Terminator 1, man. Uh, and I'm a huge Terminator 1 fan. I actually really, really like it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so I love seeing uh, folks getting paid, getting work, and things like that. I, I, I don't yeah. r- recognize yeah. the, the Magister. Uh, uh, I'm I'll, curious if she's in stuff, too. I'll, I'll jump. I, I have a note a little bit later. We've, but, yeah. So the Magistrate, um, we'll find out later. Her, her name is – but. So the actress is uh, Diana Lee Inosanto. So mm-hmm. she's done a ton of stunt work in awesome. the industry. She's a martial artist. So her, though, is her, her dad, again, not, not a household name, but you're about to have your minds blown. Her dad was Dan Inosanto. He was Bruce Lee's training partner uh, and sparring partner. Bruce Lee was Diana's godfather. Uh, shut up. Yeah. Oh, wow. So she's royalty. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. She's wow. in the hit films. And, and she did such a good job in this, too. I mean, in this opening scene, you know, you were mentioning the economy of dialogue. They managed mm-hmm. to establish a lot of history between mm-hmm. these two women without, like, really calling it out explicitly. Like, they know each other from some kind of history they know how the other one operates there's like a comfortable animosity like well worn that felt very cool to me right and even to the extent that i was like oh is this like a callback to the hit show the clone wars or rebels or something like that is this like is 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 this character like a little girl or or like a a a shitty 20 year old in it or something but Mm -hmm. it it Seems like that's not the case. But. You get the you get the vibe. This is not the first time they've done this dance where yes. where the magistrate is doing her uh, shitty uh, capitalist like draining of resources on the mm-hmm. planet, and Ahsoka tracks her down, tries to get to her. Maybe she picks up shop and leaves. But um, yeah. So that's our cold up. Is is she kind of thre- like there's kind of traded threats where she and then you learn. Oh no, these guards are not protecting the the people of the city. They are holding them hostage because <laughs> the magistrate threatens to execute a hundred of them if Ahsoka doesn't fuck off. And a- Ahsoka a- says, gab, "Am I right, guys?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ahsoka says, "I'll be back in one day." And you know, either tell me what I want or basically, I'm coming up there. Uh, then we have our credits. And we've got a scene of Mando piloting the Razor Crest with um, who is still at this mo- point is still Baby Yoda, Grogu, Grogu, <laughs> and uh, it's the ball, the little control ball. His favorite toy is back. He loves it. He wants thing. it. He yeah. telekinetically steals it. Yeah, you start to see it spin. That was cool. Uh, he lands. He shows up at the city. Um, Michael Bean, whose character's name is Lang, is standing up there. They have a good exchange. Let's him in. Uh, I, I kind of like that. It's like, you're Hunter. 
you went to guild and mando i like how mando mando's he's starting to get more he's not so robotic yes because yeah. like his his response isn't just i feel like a mando from last season would have said yes i'm registered with the guild and right. this mando right. is like last time i checked like yeah it's like, yeah i don't he like he's always done like little quips but yeah i definitely yeah. agree with you there is like a different vibe where he seems a little more comfortable in his own mm-hmm. shoes so to speak. It, it's funny because over the course of the episode you see both mandos you see like cool guy like you know sending back quips and and rolling with the situation mando and then you also see uncomfortably pacing looking over anxiously mando <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it's like yeah. oh he's still yeah. in there <laughs> he's still in there our awkward little dude our anxious king <laughs> um so he comes into the city and it's weird that they let him walk around a little bit it's weird it's like they should have either just Taking right. him straight to the magistrate, well, or it not takes time to get down from the stairs, <laughs> right? <laughs> but so I mean, it's to establish that the people are afraid; they all like run away, and nobody wants to talk yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, "I'm trying to buy some street nuts." Uh, yeah, and he calls. Like, ah. <laughs> he calls the person vendor. Vendor. Yeah. Hey, vendor. <laughs> like, hey, how, try, how about try like Miss? I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> nutmonger. And and yeah. we see a kindly older man who is providing food or care of some kind for mm-hmm. for two little local children um mm-hmm. mando He's tries urchins. to talk to him urchins, yes urchins yes. sorry i didn't mean to uh, mislabel them uh so he wants to get some information and the kindly old man is like please don't talk to us yeah. <laughs> you're gonna shoot me yeah uh and then yeah two uh the two hk like assassin droids or guard like come up and are like that magistrate wants to talk to you so, i am a robot yeah uh, as they walk, that's uh, there's a row of these weird elevated like shot cages. I think those guys the... were people though. Just as a... oh, you do. Oh, okay. Yeah, they um, just had robot voice for some reason. Yeah, it's hard to tell because those two robots they had looked very like the guard garb with those like yes. gas mask things yep. with like the yeah. horizontal I, slit. They said the there was two robots, but in my yeah. opinion, there's like twenty, and I don't know which. Or there's like <laughs> there's like two of the main robots, and then there's one that's just kind of like, hey, I'm yeah. here now. I'm just a yeah. guy. I got, <laughs> or it's someone with really thin arms. I'm not sure which. I I, uh, I was definitely when he like went over like the garrison. I was like, just two. Right. Um. Also, doesn't feel like you like walked around enough to know exactly what her roster of soldiers was but okay um so he leads her uh that those weird shot cage things were pretty gnarly where people like like, just like up in the air and like little rings around them that would shock them if they touched them so i mean that would suck because you just have to like stand perfectly still and uh it's better than a crucifixion i'll say it's it's it's, you know it's it's it has the modern flair as if you you know went to ikea for your torture and i like that well i i think one of the production design elements that we've been praising so much this season is mixing the old and the new and this is very much a medieval type Mm -hmm. of game of thrones you know heads on pikes type situation this is a message to everyone else um i think you you could do the cages without the electrocution, but um, it adds a little something yeah. futuristic well, and fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the there's like an inner palace, and uh, the magistrate she's living well while the rest of the oh, city yeah. is beautiful space. I love her space. space. Mm-hmm. Loved what she did. Uh, have a few notes on how she kind of runs the city, but can't no notes for her her little yeah. her uh, interior product. design. Strong on, yeah. on strong on aesthetics, short on empathy. That's yeah. that's yeah. our magistrate. But I, as soon as like the doors open and it gives you that very satisfying like, pss, 
Like mm-hmm. she's even like you stealing the off the dirty air from yeah. their sections. Yes. It's this is one of my favorite like uh, tropes. Is is uh, and take a drink each time we say trope. Uh, is it's a classic. It's we're starving. Uh, uh, Prince, what, please help us. Oh, we're all suffering together. And then you just cut back to them, and it's like uh, they have. Uh, uh, balls, uh, huge extravaganzas. They're, they're uh, eating cakes while sitting on a chair made of cake. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> um, so she asks Mando, because he is him bounty hunter, uh, with his fancy armor, to kill Ahsoka. And as payment, she offers him a spear. It looks pretty simple, but we learn it is pure 100% grade A best car. Ooh, mama. Whoa, yeah. baby. I want it. That would be cool. that would be an orange item. I feel like in D. Yes, <laughs> yes. This is a unique, um, a exotic, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, he they do, and it's one of those things where, because then it cuts to him uh, leaving to go out into the woods, and we'll talk. And he has a little exchange with Lang, but they don't actually, because again, he's like he's so big on like his code. He does not actually say I will. Yep. He does not actually agree to the terms. Yeah. Right. That's a great point. And you know what? Kudos to Mando, because I thought full, full heartedly that he was going to blow it. I thought that he was uh-huh. going to be like, you want me to kill her? No, I am here to find her. She is a potential <laughs> ally. But instead, right. he was cool. He was like, <laughs> he was oh, like, he, there's a Jedi here? Tell me he more bored. about this Jedi. Like, yeah. It's so funny. No. Like, if, if he was two seconds away to going to the Nutmonger and like, I'm looking for the Jedi Ahsoka. I'm sure that... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Please, give me Ahsoka. I yeah. want her. She's my friend. I want her to train this incredibly valuable and powerful <laughs> person creature. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a great that the point. empire think, is after. Like, the empire, yeah. who I do not like. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I feel, that's a great point. I think that season one, uh, Mando would have fucked this up. And, you know, season two, Mando almost did too. But <laughs> in a way that almost made sense. But, you know, it was pretty close to like, you know, maybe he, he should have been like anything weird. He didn't even, there's no breadcrumb. He's like, I'm looking for this person. And luckily he got um, interrupted. I uh, it's the same way he did when he was in the other towns. He's like, check this armor out. You, uh, mm-hmm. you see anybody like me? What's up? What's the Mandalorian <laughs> situation here? You know how <laughs> no one knows what a Jedi is and people don't really know what Mandalorians are? The, oh, random fish chowder man. Tell me to sit at this table because there's four of them. Okay. Uh, so we, 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 we were spared that for a good reason. And I think it's very good. Yeah. And it was like lean. It was lean <laughs> storytelling. Yes. Yes. They, they weren't go- coming out and saying too much information or information that made it seem contrived. Mm-hmm. This felt it went down easy in terms yes. of the quest hook component. Oh, yeah. for sure. So uh, he's heading out. It was like the little exchange with him and Lang about like, what is that thing? He's just like, my good luck charm. We're going to need it. Um, it's like, cool. We're both tough guy gunslingers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll never get tired of random characters asking what the fuck <laughs> like there's certain things in shows such as this that they uh run into the ground by doing it they break the rules of threes, yep. but there is no rule of threes with people sh- people should say what the fuck is that why do you have it what is yeah. i'm a huge fan of lone wolf and the cub tropes that's that's something i love mm-hmm. what is that little goblin you got there can i buy it off you is it tasty <laughs> uh, oh, I was gonna say. So he starts walking through the forest. As I was gonna say, uh, this planet 
looks like the swamp that killed our tax in the friend Yeah. It's drab as fuck. Um, let, me, also- let me put in a, a shout out to the megafauna roaming in the backgrounds of these yes. scenes. I love those. Yeah. Yes. I thought they looked like long legged dewbacks. I was like, oh, cool, dewback. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a greyhound dewback. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Built for can, speed. And let me uh, sh- throw another shout out to Jane for using the term megafauna. Mm-hmm. Which hey. I'm not sure I've heard before, but is yeah. one of my favorite new words. There's a video game called Titanfall, uh, which it, which Apex Legends is based off of. And one of the coolest shits about the first game is like a pretty, it's a good first person shooter. Uh, uh, but like as you're just going about doing your first person shooter level stuff, there's like these huge megafauna in uh, the background. And you're like, what? game am i playing? <laughs> what the fuck is happening it's like these like large starships fi- fighting a giant brontosaurus uh and then apex legends obviously has uh, a lot of that stuff too which is really very, good. Mm-hmm. very good um so yeah he's tracking through the swamp and then we have i dig a uh, little mini fight a little short mini fight because you know it's mm-hmm. the two thing of the it's thor attacking iron man or captain america and the first avengers type steel right. you know yeah. like uh we're gonna be super aggressive to each other because we're so on edge yeah we're, we're like the, we're we're two type a personalities or whatever yeah and we can't yeah be. This, which this this swamp ain't big enough for the both of us survivor there's, versus survivor mm-hmm. there's one thing with this fight though and again it reminded me of something is, is tim knows relatively recently of us record like within the last two months i this pandemic i finally actually watched uh avatar last airbender mm, the series right. <laughs> you know from start to finish um and uh the one thing that kept bugging i was just like and i enjoyed it very much but the one thing that kept bugging me was when it comes to the firebenders the fact that they're just like throwing like these fireballs at each other but it never seems to actually like catch any clothes on fire or anything <laughs> like that and it's really fucking close because they had the moment where he does his she like flips out of the way and he does his like flamethrower, and it's literally on her. It's like yeah. millimeters away from her. I don't know, but she has Ma- her protective clothes. Maybe she yeah. force. Maybe she force mine pushes it away. I, I like also that. feel like, like if you live most of your life on a spaceship, you probably yeah. choose fires that are not, or sorry, fabrics that are not especially flammable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say what you will about the dystopic, uh, weird Star Wars. Uh, th- I feel like all their threat is fire retardant because yeah, th- mm-hmm. spaceship life. Freaking, you have no water. Like my house on fire. We have no water. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes we have moisture that we lick and we have blue milk but we're, we're, uh, a fire hydrant just filled with blue milk yummy yummy yeah. it was a good bite uh, though at like yeah. Yeah. so they, yeah. they both tipped to their gimmicks which i appreciated yeah. mm-hmm. i really uh, like the choreography of it yeah well it, it is quick but like you get enough to be like ooh. uh i it i sometimes with these things it's like oh it's stalemate uh this felt like <laughs> not a stalemate <laughs> no. it felt like you singed my shirt i did not like it but we gotta see those strong shoulders and i guess we should throw out there there is some uh uh, uh credible turfiness of rosario dawson uh it feels like it hasn't necessarily been uh 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 uh, hashed out in the court of public opinion to the same extent because it's right. like it's kind of more stranger but should be said she could be a huge shit bag or her family's a huge shit bag we're not sure uh i think she might be a shit bag i don't know uh it's just it, that's disappointing that being said she is good in this and yep. uh, mm-hmm. uh um the fact that like 
you know, she's clearly going to win. But uh, the question I wanted to ask uh, uh, Jane, uh, mm. a, ha- has this Beskar armor being re- like lightsaber resistant? Is that in the lore from the stuff in the past? So sometimes it can be hard to tell what is and isn't canon anymore because they do yeah. kind of uh, certain realities that were introduced in different media kind of go in and out of canonicity um it has been introduced in various pieces of media that being said uh when i saw the fight happening was when i was like oh so this is canon currently like (laughs) yeah i was trying to think like what did luke do to boba and I think he just cuts his gun, but I couldn't remember if yeah. he cut yeah. his jetpack. Well, and and mm. in Clone Wars, like there were Mandalorians, and they routinely got cut to pieces. Like there's a scene in Clone Wars where Teen Ahsoka simultaneously decapitates four Mandalorians with one little leap, and Six. I was like, "Whoa!" Oh, she gets under. So I, I was curious about this too. Actually, I knew I was like, I feel like we're gonna ask Jane a lot. In this episode, I'm gonna do a little research on my own. Um, <laughs> I said no thanks. So, <laughs> and like, yeah, what I was able to find is like best car. A lot of it has to do with how pure it is, right? right? Um, but this, like, the kind of basically the the pure it is, the stronger it is, and it's not a hundred percent. Like, if she were to keep whacking, it would mm-hmm. eventually break through, right. cut through, or break through. But yeah, I'm surprised it, 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 it is like, resistant. So circuitry or whatever. Best car is not immune to lightsaber. It is resistant to lightsaber. Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah, he had, like, a lot of, like, boops and bops on his, uh, 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 bracers, I guess you'd say. So Mm -hmm. I was a little nervous for the the heads-up displays, for the button work. I feel like Mm -hmm. his fucking iPod doesn't work anymore. But hey, he still has a hand. Joy-Con drift. Yeah. He plays one song over and over again. (laughs) Uh. Like a Beskar cowboy. Has anyone said that before? We I don't, honestly, I bet not. Once on vacation, we had a rental car with a built-in GPS that would randomly play uh, the opening few paragraphs of one of David Sedaris's books as read by the author. Um, And just, like, randomly, it would open with that. And we're like, what is happening? Is this a ghost with very (laughs) specific taste? That's so funny. Um. It's cool. So I, I do like the the like acting of like with Mando because he like flamethrower, zip cord or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Pull my pistol out. But he has, he, yeah. has, he, he has his other hand like no 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 stop stop. He's like I'm pulling yeah. the pistol to defend friend, myself from friend, being friend. skewered. But like yeah yeah. Um, it's like we need to talk. And then yeah, she sees uh, Yadito and is like, hope it's about that. Like that's yeah. yeah, that was yeah. good. That was good. Um, so good. And then we have the moment. Very good. Again, the show has a number of scenes where there's zero dialogue and they're very good. And like, this is one yes. of them where he's doing his, his, you know, his like awkward dork pacing mm-hmm. and, um, and Yudito and, uh, and Ahsoka are just like basically having like a force convert, like a mental force conversation. Yeah, you can I thought tell. that was great. Um, what Which a was... wonderful little moment. Yeah. Like, such good characterization for all of them. Like, Ahsoka just sitting in silence, kind of communing with this mm-hmm. weird creature who's mm-hmm. just, like, burbling and looking back and forth. And Ahsoka <laughs> looking all, like, uh, you know, calm and resplendent. And Mando just, like, 
glancing over his shoulder, looking nervous and impatient. Right, it's like like a, a parent taking their child to the first doctor's appointment. Yes, and they can't yes, exactly. The whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I thought they did a good job because I don't think it was, at least on my end, immediately uh, self-evident that. Th- uh, she was talking to him. Right. Because, uh, uh, you know, it goes straight from fight. You know, I, I kind of expected her to lore dump for a sec and then whatever. But the fact that she she does, like, a good little bit of, like, smirking, nodding, and then, like, mm-hmm. oh, they're talking. That's sick. And then the way that he's sort of, like, uh, emoting, uh, our friend Grogu, I thought that was really cool. Uh, yeah. I, I, I crave Grogu speaking, uh, <laughs> but I feel like they are pushing that back. Um, a couple things, like, broadly, I, I kind of expected uh, Grogu to mind meld with uh, Mando, uh, and I was excited to see, like, whatever that was. But I think I think they're kind of, like, I think they, they, they dropped a lot of lore here yep. so that they can absolutely not for, like, I think what we're yeah. going to switch to basically get main plot lore and how our main plot people made for the show a fit within the universe but my my opinion is we're not going to get uh uh extra stuff but that is pretty you know a, a use, useless statement because some of our our main plot lore here is dark saber stuff what the empire doing is doing and boba fett so it's you know it's kind of like playing both yep. sides a little bit with that prediction but i i feel and then grand, i guess grand Admiral thrawn fuck that might be a season three thing that's kind of my opinion but uh who's to say because I feel like we have to uh, we have to tie up Boba somehow. I don't know, right? Nope. Uh, that's it. it. I'm telling you. I'm, com- I'm now. I'm. I'm getting more that's firm it. on the fact. Okay. That not I think you're right. Again. I'm on your side. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So 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 let's let's reel it back. So she's sitting quietly and looking at Baby Yoda, and Baby Yoda is like you know burbling, tipping his head to one side, somewhat responding to what she's mm-hmm. saying, um, you know, acting like a little baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We rejoin Mando, like Ahsoka. It's very funny because she's kind of looking at Mando, like, and you know that like the unease is just wafting off of him. You don't have to be yeah. a force user to be like that. Is one very uncomfortable little dweeb. Um, and then they sit around a little fire fo- or lantern, I guess, which I thought was a fire every single time. Still yep. kind of do, even though it really is not. <laughs> yep. And then she breaks it down for Mando the conversation that she just had with Baby Yoda, who has apparently been getting Jedi training for decades. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he he is 50 in standard years. Correct. Yeah. But I guess, yeah. Yeah, I think think it's it's pretty much, it's weird, because she doesn't quite say it, and we don't technically know, it's just vague enough, but it does feel like he's still a toddler. He mm-hmm. probably should be able to speak, I yeah. think. But like, though, you could also absolutely take it. Like, no, he's just kind of. Uh, he has PTSD. He's, you know, yeah. he should. It's like oh, I've talked to the. Oh, that's Grogu. Me and Grogu used to get chili fries all the time. <laughs> he knew a great place. Uh, so yeah. I don't know if it's technically a hundred percent. I think it's probably like more eighty percent. It's probably a, a really old yeah. baby. Our little. We learned his name. Yep, Grogu. And Grogu. Had, he has a dark past. I know, Grogu's <laughs> tragic backstory. <laughs> well, yeah, so I think that the the uh, the credible theories, right? He's a clone of Yoda. Mm-hmm. I still think that's somehow, even now, the most credible theory, even though it's no longer true. Uh, uh, 
Yaddle and Yoda fucking fucked each other, and uh, Yaddle laid uh, a Grogu egg. Uh, he's just, or he's a random Yoda creature, uh, or they 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 are they are created, or they're like. I, I still like the concept that they are plants made by the force. That's my lore. Yeah. Uh, a stork and... flew him in. Yeah. Um, a stork that can exist in Nolji. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A space stork. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like this bit of this whole section, you know, and, and a little bit towards the end too, is this whole thing of like, what is the state of the Jedi? What was the state of the Jedi? Have other people been secured away? You know, like, um, right. And various, um, I think <laughs> it is kind of funny. The whole, whole idea of like, how many Jedi are there? It's like, well, depends on how many books we need to sell, uh, how many video games, how many, <laughs> uh, comic books. So like, right. You know, when the end of, uh, ideally there's, one there's two right and then uh oh we got this comic book oh we got this one oh there's a smuggler he's like a han solo and a luke isn't that fucking sick and it's a, it's a pc game all that stuff so this idea of like opening up the archives and being like oh there's lots of people that got secured away a lot of a lot of children a lot of children we got it mm-hmm. we got it. And, and i wonder too if um it was uh, purposely less left vague who yeah. uh, secured him. That feels like that's going to be a lore drop at some point. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, his backstory is that <clears throat> he was being raised and trained in a Jedi temple for many, many years. And then when the fall happened, um, you know, Order 66, all that fun stuff, um, he was secured away, um, hidden well enough that he was not killed, but not well enough that he didn't end up getting kidnapped by mercs or some sort of criminals and kept in his egg for, like, decades, potentially. Right. We still don't technically know what the timeline is because it is still very strange. And maybe they they just, like, gloss over because they're like, they might even agree it's strange that random people (laughs) on Dirt Planet have uh, uh, Baby Yoda. Yeah, like, like, as far as I can tell... Yoda would have been in charge of the Jedi, or more or less, I know there's a council, right? And known that there was a baby Yoda in a temple being raised. Yes. Like, yes. they were contemporaries. Yeah. <laughs> right, because she literally says Coruscant, you know? It's like, baby right. Yoda, yeah, would, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, adult so Yoda like, would have walked down and patted ba- Grogu's head and been like, what's up? Yeah. You know? The more they do this stuff, it's like, the old school Jedi Order was not the most competent, huh? No, no, no. no. So I, I missed like... that. Did they say Coruscant? Yes, yeah, she did. did say so, Coruscant. So okay, so if nobody had taken Baby Yoda away, Anakin would have murked him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I, I want to see a. Uh, I, I hope that they just and they haven't like any of the movies for a while, but I hope they bring that back for some reason. And I do want them to kill other Baby Yodas. Yeah. Like a baby Plo Koon, you know, give me, give me all the baby. <laughs> or like a scene where baby Yoda is like hiding in an alcove and then Anakin's just like chopping other toddlers. No, it's baby, it's baby, it's little ears drop. Yeah. yeah, Grogu is like chasing a frog or a ball <laughs> and then like he like dips down to, to eat like a, a bug on the ground and Anakin chops over his head or something stupid. That's oh what I want. God. That's my new lore. And I then I guess Obi Wan. I bet I bet this is gonna be the Obi Wan uh, tie it. Well, no, because Obi Wan is dead now. 
Hmm. Well, this might be the tie-in because it'll be a back stuff. I bet we're gonna get a mind meld, uh, where oh. fucking Baby Yoda touches his head, and then we see uh, flashbacks. Uh, flashback, and that's what I think that's gonna be. All I read right. a thing that was there. It was, and we'll talk about it more at the end of who you know, like who would be the like crazy one to come in here. But Darth um, Vader. No. Yes. yes. <laughs> who is dead currently? Um, it's, the timeline gets so sometimes you forget because yeah. actually, you know, what, let's take a moment and talk a little bit about like who Ahsoka is within yeah, the yeah, context yeah. of everything. Because yeah, many people have not watched. All yeah, the I guess yeah. And stuff. Right. So, um, there was a point in time when Obi Wan was running around all over space doing missions on behalf of the Jedi Order with his um loose cannon apprentice. Anakin Skywalker. Um, Anakin was kind of getting older and a little bit rowdy, but he kept getting really good results. So the Jedi Order were, you know, always looking away from his, let's say, unconventional methods Um, because it was wartime. He got the job done and he was, I mean, as far as anyone could tell, a pretty good Jedi, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Great pilot. Yeah, Yoda gave him... (laughs) An apprentice, a Padawan, um, named Ahsoka Tano, who was kind of brash and bold and, like, more reckless than Anakin was. And it kind of made him wiser as in terms of giving her advice. But some of the advice that he gives her... You, you listen to it and you're like, within the context of this little story, that's that's right. Within the context of we know that you're going to turn evil, that's worrying. Wait, what? Yeah, I was yeah. going to ask. He sounds like a real firebrand. Whatever happened to this Anakin? Yeah. Uh, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> um, so she was a member of sort of the Jedi Order. She didn't pass her trials, but she was, you know, being raised more or less on the battlefield with clone troopers under her control which caused her to grow up really really fast um because when you're a normal teen and you make mistakes you know like Susie gets mad at you and shames you on all the social media when ahsoka made a mistake like the human cost was (laughs) was mind-boggling you know as as she grows up in this way and she eventually um well You should watch and find out. It's very are, good. Uh, moral question: Are clones people, or are they just robots? Are <laughs> they just robots? I was gonna make that joke. Are they robots made of meat? <laughs> you know what? That is a main p- plot point in Star Wars: The Clone Wars, and there is at one point a Jedi Master who does not think that they are, and it is one of the most terrifying TV arcs that I have ever seen, and it's on what is ostensibly a children's show where yeah. you're following these soldiers who are being, like, sent into battle by a Jedi Master who thinks that they are just expendable numbers without souls. It's so interesting. And yeah, I know I everybody... If they're that's... like, oh, they, their M count's real low. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve to live. So I, I won't shout go. about Clone Wars anymore, but... You yeah. should watch it. And also key to understanding this is that in the Clone Wars, Anakin was pretty cool and he was capable of having meaningful relationships in a way that okay. didn't really come across in the prequels at all. So yeah. like Ahsoka and Anakin really liked each other. You know, they had a lot to mm-hmm. learn from each other, but oh. that went bad. Let me check it out. Thank you for that. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, cause I, I guarantee, like, I love Star Wars, but 
I just haven't watched a lot of the it's TV. It's so good. And, uh, yeah. But, um, so, and I'm sure, you know, I guarantee you we have listeners who have not watched Clone Wars. That, like, yeah. Right, because so. it's, it's, it's interesting because, like, you know, it's such a big reveal. But right. uh, my assumption is that f- folks watching The Mandalorian <clears throat> um, know who Ahsoka is, if not, you know know her arc but i i guess it's not technically true because this is sort right. of being uh spun as the next sort of like prestige show like the reason why you have yeah. disney plus if you don't have children um and the, it, yeah if it, it, it's pivoting from the movies so if you only see the movies then you don't know who soak is so right, it's like exactly it's it's almost as if uh, like the Grand Admiral Thrawn bit was, was really surprising to me because I almost expected them to be like, "Oh, is it fucking Darth Maul or anything?" Because like he's he's always blopping around in the background. I don't know if he's in live still, but uh, <laughs> in this time timeline. But yeah, no, like I th- I think it's very re- real that folks don't know who Ahsoka it's is. Darth yeah. Maul, but every like couple of years, like the part of him that's metal, it keeps rising up his waist, up his torso, his chest, and then his arms. More and yeah. more spider legs. <laughs> yeah, for, for those of you who have no idea what that joke was about, at one point in the course of Clone Wars, Darth Maul comes back and he has spider legs. God, it's yeah. such a good show. Well, he's also, yeah, <laughs> and also, <laughs> he's also in... Um, Mostly, why I say he's in the end of Solo. So it's like, are yeah. they are yeah. they like teasing? It's so weird, like that choice. Yeah. But like, yeah. what, what's the goal here of reintroducing certain characters? But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, quick plug: if you are interested in watching Clone Wars, but have either tried and you couldn't make it through the first season slash first couple of episodes, or you have never tried um, at all. Uh, clonewars.watch it is a quick start uh, clone wars watch list that cuts out about half of the overall content most of the jar jar and uh yeah my friend ali and i tried to kind of do a little bit of finessing to get you the like emotional highs and the cool story beats without slogging your way through um maybe some arcs that were less interesting or less mm-hmm. fully realized so yeah check it out Grogu.com. Nice. Grogu.com. <laughs> I we have to get it. Um so uh so also Ahsoka um she she basically has two big before we get to the little test of the force, she talks a little bit more about the magistrate whose name is uh Morgan Elsbeth and and the character's name. And she apparently had her people massacred wherever she's from in the course of the corn clone wars. I can't speak anymore. Mm. Um and it made her angry, and then somehow that she turned that into essentially being an arms dealer, or she helps she helps build the, the the star destroyers and the Empire's fleet. So she's like the Henry T. Ford of <laughs> of the Imperial Navy. Yeah. Um, well, I, uh, w- uh, one of the the hit jokes I I was gonna say was, oh, we're in um, space Argentina where the space Nazis are fleeing to trying <clears throat> to. Uh, uh, cre- continued doing their space war capitalism but i i couldn't yeah i, I didn't realize that she i wasn't sure whose side she was on before um but i i, th- I think it was clear i just, just i think i was no it is into it. and then this is a little nerd easter egg uh her people are wearing like the this blue and like brick red insignia mm-hmm. of the imperial it's something imperial related and mm-hmm. and um 
Like the like her one robot when she's talking to Mando earlier and he has the spear and she hands it over to him. He's wearing like this like these like collars and robes that are imperial. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I was curious if her tattoos were important too, if that was just a, yeah. a flare. So there's um there's that, and then they do their little test with the force powers and the rock, and she, she like force floats it to him. He won't. He has his little temper tantrum where he's so cute and he just throws it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is one of those moments like. It, I wanted to laugh, and as, as a parent of toddlers, you have these moments a lot where they do something, and you really want to laugh because it is funny, but it's also technically not what they should be doing. So <laughs> you can't laugh, like. Um, but then she tells Mando try. Mando tries. Is like he pulls out our favorite toy, the little control stick ball thing, and Grogu zips it right over. And he's like, "I love his. I love man. That's the most emotion he's shown this whole freaking series. Like, yeah, yeah. kid." Yeah, and he seems like, see, we passed her test. Actually, they didn't pass her test. They were proving a point she had made is there's a problem. There's two problems. You guys are too attached to each other, and he has fear inside him. And we yeah. know what happens when it comes to fear in the Force. Yeah, and um, she was kind of, she had a bit of a front row seat for Anakin's meltdown, um, mm-hmm. or at least brewing, um he was having a hard time when she left, and it did not get better. Um, and they then had some sort of run-ins later. So she has good reason to not want to train up a powerful Force user who has strong attachments. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, yeah. When you when you see the person who is supposed to be like the savior of the galaxy turn into the per- a genocidal maniac, yeah. Like, I could fuck you up. That would fuck you up. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it is, of course, pretty nuanced because one could argue that the thing that makes uh, Force users unable to handle their emotions is that there are only two schools of thoughts about how to feel feelings, and both of them are bananas, yeah. ranging yeah. from, like, feel no feelings to feel every feeling and use it to kill orphans. Like, there's not a ton of nuance there. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but I think her personally, I can understand why yeah. she doesn't want to mess with those odds. Yeah, I think I'm, the the trope or vibe of I don't want the thing that I am to exist because we're bad, actually, uh, is good. I like it. It's like it, it, this is there's no reason that we should have uh, super space soldiers who can change people's minds. That is not cool. We should mm-hmm. we should <laughs> let the the 99.99% of the galaxy kind of go about their business without Jedi. I think that's neat. Yeah. I like I want a super, super chill Jedi who's like, there's light side, dark side. We're like the gray side. That's the we're thing. Like just. Oh, is it? Yeah. I think people thought, like, of some of the lore that I, like, people, uh, let me tread lightly and remove any um, posturing or uh, what have you. They thought Rey was going to be a great Jedi at the end. Uh, and there are certain things that makes them believe that's the case oh. due to the movies. But Oh, are you uh, talking I, about Tim? Are you talking about ray skywalker shut up uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh wowie uh so yeah you know like i don't know where the gray jedi come from uh right. f- wh- from what lore like if, if to me that feels like it was a book released in the 1990s and then uh another comic book released in 2012 and then like two episodes of the clone wars i don't really know uh jane do you know 
Uh, so not really. Um, I I'm mostly a Clone Wars wonk more than anything else, <laughs> and I, I think the idea of the gray Jedi uh, pre uh, pre exists my fandom. Uh, that being said, I think you know you can choose the path of a gray Jedi, or you can reject both extremes. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're embracing, like, a third doctrine. So Ahsoka went her own way from the Jedi Order and followed her conscience and I think used the components of the teachings that worked with her, uh, but sort of rejected the Jedi Council's kind of doctrine of arrogance that had sort of infused them up to the highest levels and blinded them to really large threats facing the galaxy. So from my perspective, you know, you can be a light force user who like does the right thing without really being a Jedi. You know, it's a question of yeah. what it means to be Mandalorian is sort of the overall arching area mm -hmm. of the show. But I think what it mm -hmm. means to be a Jedi is also kind of open to interpretation here. Uh, after a quick one second, Google, uh, it seems like the term was first used as per Wikipedia. First used to describe Qui-Gon Jinn in the Star Wars Republic, the Stark Hyperspace War, which is a comic, which is like a prequel mm. to the trilogy. A prequel uh, prequel. And a prequel to prequel and does not provide an exact definition term. Mm. Uh, apparently it's also referenced in Knights of the Republic uh, as a thing as well. I played both those games. I don't remember. It kind of makes sense that it would come up there. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of curious where I'm just scrolling through the list. Yeah. I have no idea what, what any of these terms mean on Wikipedia. Uh, Star Wars legacy. I don't know what that is. Um, Maybe it looks like a comic book. Thing. Yeah, Great Jedi feels like it's the it's comic book as hell. You know, it's like we yeah. have to have um, our our you know characters that are both a Han Solo and a Luke to to do fun stuff. Yeah, um, it's also yeah, very I, Reddit. <laughs> what? It, it's uh, I think that if you go onto the Star Wars Reddit, you will see a lot of talk about Grey Jedi gotcha. and okay. that like really being like, okay, I want to be a Jedi, but I'm cool. Yes, I so. agree with you. That that yes, yes, it's it's. I would be a Jedi, but different. I when I would do yeah. it, it'd be different. You know. Yeah. Respect to Anakin Skywalker, but I'm gonna <laughs> tap into the dark side. Different. Yeah. <laughs> so a sad update. A sad update. I, I tried to I tried to seal the deal on Grogu.com. It does appear that this was a honeypot that's trying to <gasps> lure me into a web of deceit. Um, no. However, I was able to register Grogu.beer. Um, okay. So, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. We, we know. Uh, and that will be uh, redirecting to the podcast site. Grogu.beer. Sick. <gasps> uh, yeah, definitely great Jedis after Googling for another handful of seconds. Definitely feel like original OC do not steal. Yeah. Like, I could have an, uh, a Jedi that doesn't follow the two paths and they're horny. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Gray Jedi are Jedi who fuck. Yeah. But um, also, it, Ahsoka keeps coming up. So I feel like there yeah. is a vibe that maybe she is. I don't know. I did love that scene from Phantom Menace when Qui-Gon Jinn sent a hollow message to Darth Maul saying he didn't know him, but that he had talking about his particular set of skills. 
Also, I know that the arguments about Grey Jedi are something that people will actually fight with you about. We don't want to yeah. fight with anybody about this. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like the whole point of I feel like the whole point of Grey Jedi is they're probably not supposed to be like locked down and like that's like the whole yeah, point. They're, they're, they're like, yeah. like like they're not. Well, I mean, like from like a, a set framework of rules. Like that's the whole point, right? Ah, is it's like yeah, it's yeah, too yeah. rigid, light or dark, and it's like nah, man. Um, so we should probably finish talking about the episode. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Mando says he'll make her a deal that he'll help her take down the magistrate. If she agrees to uh, teach uh, Grogu, uh, and Jane, you alluded to this earlier. At this point, I almost feel like it's like up on like their big whiteboard in the writers' room or something. Of like, <laughs> this is one of our like tenets of the blending the old and the high tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the gong. Yes. The gong says, <laughs> "It's like you literally could just have like some alarm where they press a button, but it's a phys- <laughs> it's a big giant like cylindrical metal." thing that they bang with a hammer yeah yeah um which not much of a plan not much of a strategy it's just ahsoka you're awesome and badass why don't you walk in there and kill everyone because that's what she does yeah um and then she literally just walks up and just jumps up onto the roof or onto the wall and just (laughs) yeah i don't know if we see him entering but i assume he just flew over the wall because he has a jetpack like the wall isn't a good deterrent to mandalorians I love the episode and I enjoyed it and it, I thought I really liked it a lot. This is super nerd boy nitpicky, but if she is like the oligarch of the Imperial Navy, wouldn't she also have? Wouldn't you make your own like super badass starship for your own personal? That would just always. Be well, around, I think she's or... running scared. I mean, yeah. she's oh, trying okay. to keep a low profile. Yeah. She has some riches. She has oh, enough to yeah. supply the mercenaries, but um, mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. on some shitwater planet, you know, yeah. in a Space tiny. Argentina trying not to get executed. Yeah. For yeah. Because, like, <laughs> That's uh, the New yeah. Republic is around, and I am sure that they want to find her yeah. and make an example out of her. Yeah. Not to say Argentina is shitty. I want to throw it out there. It's very pretty. Oh, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you no, think this if is they... a shitwater planet, but yeah. Argentina is wonderful. Yes. Do you think they've gone? Would have? Do you think a plan of like Mando walk Mando going in first, but coming back like, yep, did it, killed her. Um, do you think she actually would have given him the spear or tried to double cross and kill him? Probably. I mean, I don't know. I assume. I think. I feel like. Sh- sorry, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. You finish. Oh, um, I just from years of playing role playing games, I just assumed <laughs> that he was going to lead her back in handcuffs or something, oh, and then yeah. they try to talk their way through it. Do oh that, yeah, yeah. That being said, I think that this made much do, yeah, more sense prisoner. because <laughs> nobody would really believe. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, right. I, uh, uh, I felt like uh, in your your hypothetical path, I, I do feel like she would have given it up. I feel like. And then he just stabs her with it. <laughs> uh, due to the fact that we don't te- know what her lore is, um, right. and she, you know, like, certain characters would not give up um, Mandalorian artifacts because that's, like, their shit. Uh, the information that we're presented, we don't know that. Right. But to me, she feels like space capitalist, yes. not uh, quite the same mm-hmm. idea. So she's, yeah. she would she probably would want to collect Mando, yeah. and this is based She's... off almost no information, but you know it's okay. easy to make. You're quite yeah. your She doesn't read She's... as a true believer. She's a robber baron. Yeah, of the yes. turn of the century. Yeah, yeah. She's, why, Carn- yeah She's why? Carnegie. Fight... She's right. Rockefeller, Carnegie. All that. Yeah. Right, right. Um, why fight them when you can yeah. hire the Pinkertons to do it? And then yep. why you know? Like, yes, make sure exactly. you Pay pay people to do it. You know? So 
you know, cool sequence. Ahsoka is badass as fuck, like slicing and dicing. And then we've got a little confrontation outside of the palace, we'll call it, like the inner chamber. Um, the grotto. And she's like, I'm coming for you. And then uh, she's like, fine, kill all the prisoners. I'm going back inside here. Oh, no, she does a thing where, because I have a note on this. She tosses um, one of Mando's pal- pauldrons down. Um, it's like, your bounty hunter failed. And again, kind of same vein of last week with the, did you lose anybody? It's like, yeah, obviously, you're standing here. Obviously, the person I sent to kill you <laughs> did not succeed in that task. Like, you didn't yeah. need the theatrics yeah. of it. Like, Although, I, it does I, I, definitely mean, like, if you've taken a piece of the Mandalorian's armor, they are real dead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's like, this is a holy artifact to them. I thought, I, Pat, I think you're you're right, but also, that is with in the realms of like what actually would have happened it's sort of when again we we all yeah yeah yeah, big yeah. tabletop role-playing fans so like it, it leans into like you're convincing your de- dm to give you advantage on like a deception yes. check right yeah i know i'm just being uh, a little shit um pat so th- why do you hate star wars <laughs> <you talk? laughs> uh so yeah then cool more fighting um most of the the soldiers kind of chase out we have you know like through the streets ahsoka versus the soldiers more like kind of ninja, like sneak it up behind them. A uh, few stay behind because they're like that they're about to kill the prisoners that are up in the shot cages. And then, yay, Mando jetpacks in and goes shooty shooty. Kill them. Uh, this reminded me, uh, sort of, it's not the same vibe, and I hope we do get this vibe of like 13 assassins, which mm-hmm. is, um, which it's, it's very Seven Samurai. Um, yeah. But it's the vibe of like, okay, what do samurai do against a, a higher number force? Uh, and well, we attack them in the alleys and then we run away uh, mm-hmm. and we jump on roofs and stuff like that. It's 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 basically seven samurai two this time. It's personal type situation, <laughs> uh, uh, and it's pretty cool. Just the vibe that the the visual language that we we have here of yeah she's she's a predator she's a ninja she's you know uh she would probably get shot if she fought them all in the open although we're not sure she's very good at it i did like that the um the military man had a space shotgun yes and i was like take that yeah. soka what are you <laughs> gonna do there you get hey when someone's rushing at you with the energy sword shotgun's all i think you got yeah, yeah. left for sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I love this sequence. I, I wish it was a little bit longer, weirdly, because mm-hmm. I don't know. I could have watched it forever. I wish I wish uh, after we kind of joked about, you know, uh, the original Seven Samurai Three Amigos, I wish we would have. Uh, I want I want one of those really bad. I want that really bad. I want I want Moff Gideon to attack and them to be in an entrenched position. Uh, mm-hmm. and set up all these cool moments i want a 40 minute scene of cool vignettes of yeah. fighting and then like you know fucking i don't know unleashing uh banthas or dobacks on people uh, I, I think that that'd be sick but that being said uh, I, uh this not being long enough is definitely not a critique um if anything uh, it giving us the the very unsettling way that the robot climbs the roof which of course it's how oh a robot would climb the roof. uh you yeah. know was worth was you know like, um, it, just it was enough. very good i think this entire sequence and the and the cold open were very tonally similar to the uh, prison break 
scene from uh, the episode last season where Mando oh, was yeah. like really, it sort of flipped the script in terms of who was menacing who. Yes. Um, I love the fact that these characters, you know, they, they do have a moral code, but they are also very dangerous and you yeah. do not want to be a, a minion sort of that's standing between them and their goals. You don't want to be uh, in a position where they've made the decision that the the moral path is to murder you. Yeah, <laughs> so, you don't want to you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I think that anytime a media can flip the script and yeah. show you how terrifying Jedi are yes. is good. I mm-hmm. think you know, it's easy just to like watch certain things as they, you know, chop down stormtroopers and and robots to be like, "All right, whatever." But when you kind of just like refocus it and just see how goddamn terrifying their lightsabers right. are. And there's a lot of like times with the way that they, it's just, a, it's inherently a flashlight under someone's face. That is just what their weapons are. It, it, yeah. It's, 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 you know, what we did to e- each other when we're 12 at sleepovers <laughs> is what is the way that, the, that Jedi's are just naturally lit. Right. Uh, and whenever they add that menace, uh, even if they're bad guys, it's still effective. And I like mm-hmm. it. And give me a four hour movie where I'm like, this is really <laughs> fucking long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we have a little, um, like two things are happening. Then it gets set up. So it's Lang and Mando having a super Western as fuck. It's like, I love how they're basically doing a little homage to two like old school yes. cinema tropes yes. simultaneously right. where we have gunslinger standoff showdown at high noon because we're out in the street they're in the street of a town like building like a dusty mm-hmm. street yep um they're just kind of staring at each other and you shots of like their hand like his hand near his pistol yep and then we have a and we've said it before but uh, i mean a samurai as fuck showdown with <sighs> ahsoka and the magistrate they're so good it was and, so good mm-hmm. with just like a reflecting pool on either side and yeah. then like clearly there's history there mm-hmm. you know there's like this is not the first time that they fought right and you could also make the argument that ahsoka is holding back because she needs that information which is yes a few times it's like what did ahsoka just kick her ass but oh, okay that makes sense to she she's trying to get information yeah. this is yeah. very you know kill bill which is very you know well, that, I mean, yeah, that's movies, a, you know, yeah. that's a, that's, that's a weird thing too of like just describing, lift, yeah. uh, like oh, this is like this movie that which is, is also homage, like this movie, but that's <laughs> yeah. what cowboy movies are too, and samurai. Like that's a weird yeah. thing of what that those. And remember that last Mando season, how insufferable some of the takes were. It's like it's not a it's not a cowboy, it's a samurai. It's like well, yeah, they actually played off each other. Uh, we all know that. Well, then we don't we don't all know that, but like you don't have to be a dick about it. Yeah, there's yep. no bad. T- I mean, and, and the, the meat of this fight is Ahsoka with her two lightsabers versus the magistrate with that Beskar staff that was mm-hmm. introduced earlier, which is able to parry lightsaber blows. Um, and this is such a cool fight. I mean, yeah. you have the um, the narrow path through the two sides of water. Um, okay. You have like Ahsoka as Tim said, holding back a little bit. Um, The magistrate, you know, knows that her life is on the line, but Mm. I think also relishes the the combat to some degree, even though I don't know if she thinks she's going to win. Well, it's... Well, yeah, that's the thing, too, is Ahsoka is a little bit hamstrung to kind of make him... Because she can't kill her because she needs information from her. It's the whole reason she's hunting her down. So she has to, like... So it's not like... Because I feel like the magistrate obviously is is skilled at what she does. Right. It's very clear she she can handle herself, 
But Ahsoka is also like a fucking level Demi-god. twenty character. Yeah, like oh yeah. So I feel Not like fair. if all she wanted to do was, was kill her, it wouldn't have been. That, but the fact is, she had to be like, I have to disarm her and yes. get like control of her without killing yeah. her or hurting her yeah. too much because I need information from her. That being said, she has the ultimate like maiming tool, the lightsaber, which immediately <laughs> cauterizes wounds. Um, a lot of the um, uh, I martial cut someone's arts. Head off, Tim. <laughs> or like well, you vaporize someone's heart like it goes, hey yeah. i cauterized it it's good actually yeah it's not uh, uh I, i've watched a lot of martial arts movies you know uh, uh sword on sword movies uh and one of the things that a lot of them don't really mess with is how scary it would be to parry with like a spear or a halberd right. because they would just move their sword down and chop your fingers off uh i was watching a um uh uh Chinese show that was about the romance of the three kingdoms and every time they would do that classic like swords or spears or, or like mostly spears like and, like mm-hmm. halberds uh connecting together one of them would always just rake it down the the shaft of the uh uh, uh spear or halberd trying to cut the other's fingers off yeah and it was like no shit yeah. that's what would happen oh my god that's what would happen why yeah. is every single like <laughs> that to me uh, it should be the horror movie how they explain why there's no cell phones is why are we not chopping this lady's fingers off? <laughs> you know, because like in, in some of the choreography in this uh, Chinese show is like them like switching hand grips of like, okay, you try to chop off my right hand fingers, let go. It, my spear dangles for a second. I grab it, and then we're back in the same moment. Uh, so yeah, she should have chopped off her fingers. We all would have loved seeing her chop off her fingers. That would have been really great. We would have think it would be cool. That being right. said, I think the whole point of this fight—not the whole point. It's very silly, uh, introductive. One of the big points is to give some of that delicious uh, shriek candy. If this—if I wish we would have watched this um, mo- uh, episode at like GeeklyCon or something. Yes. Uh, because when Ahsoka loses her one lightsaber, I think so much of the point of this fight mm-hmm. uh choreography standpoint is so that she can go reverse blade style yes. because that would have yep. you know made everyone in the audience scream uh who uh, knows a few things and, and gives an, an s about it so i thought that part was sick and it's like okay that's why they're doing this they they need to get her to do that sort of um because uh that 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 stance because i think ray is like specifically calling back to ahsoka and now yep. we're kind of you know circling it up i think mm-hmm. that's my uh that's my assumption even though yeah. the, the reverse hand grip has been in star wars I, for a very long time i do like those so it was and it happens a couple times in star wars where, like if knocking the lightsaber out of someone's hand like that's not a win because they literally are jedi who just go yeah okay cool okay yeah hand you out here that yeah, sword like, wet yeah. yeah thank you uh, for this wet lightsaber it's gonna steam <laughs> for a moment and then it'll yeah. still be bad yeah it's gonna look um, sick so meanwhile uh lang has a little speech uh, which I like the end of it. I, I liked where it went at the beginning. I, I the first three words I rolled my eyes because it starts with, "We're like we're kind of the same, you know. We're not yeah. so di- we're not so different, you and I." That shit. Um, but I liked like, it. Willing to die for the right cause, and then he's like, "But this ain't the right cause." So yeah, he's yeah. a merc. He's a mercenary through and through. Um, starts to lay down the shotgun, but we all knew where this was going. He does the whole put that gun down and then reach for a hidden pistol. But of course, Mando was quicker. Mm-hmm. And I have a note was like, yeah, I've seen that before. I gotta feel like pretending like you're gonna put it down and then just trying to like pivot and pull the trigger of the shotgun would have been a fuck ton quicker than putting it down, reaching for your pistol, drawing your pistol before, like whose Mando's hand is already on his. Like, yep. 
this guy made a, a series of very poor choices right at the end. Yes. Um, yeah. He should have just walked. Should have walked. Like, bro, don't. Because what was he going to do after that? Go and, like, fight a Jedi? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. one-on-one? Like, no. Right. I'm sure in his mind, maybe he had delusions of that. Like, I kill this guy, and then I'm going to go save the boss and get a big fucking uh, bonus. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I also, did we talk about the bell? Did we talk about this bell getting sliced? Oh, that was cool. Her slicing that was the big such gong a bell in half. Good, rolled, yeah. So satisfying. Lots of good slicing in this episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. Great. Uh, I also like a, a little bit, too, when um, Mando is releasing the prisoners uh, right before he gets there. One of the the, ta- the townsmen from before um, sprints on out, and I thought that was sick. Yeah, that was so, like, you see so much heroism from main characters and then, like, generalized cowardice from everyone else. Mm -hmm. And it was good to be like, this guy was outmatched. He was not going to be successful, but he still cared enough about the people in his town that he was going to die trying to save them because that was better than doing nothing. And, like, he doesn't have a name in in the show, but... In the show. He's listed as, he apparently he's the rightful governor. Of. He's listed as Governor Wing is the character. That's cool. I mean, he he was a cool dude. He's got my yeah. vote. That's right. That's what you want in your politics. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because that's the whole thing of like uh, overthrowing regimes uh, uh, is is a sort of is a theme with the show, right? It's right. okay. We overthrew the empire. Now the mining guild is here. So the fear with all of these things is. Do we have a good structure to replace it? Uh, we didn't really get a lot of of that in the early episode, but I really liked that they had this guy, you know, run out to save the prisoners before uh, Mando got there. I thought that was very good. Yep. It was yeah. great. Um, so we've alluded to it multiple times, but basically Ahsoka beats the magistrate, puts the lightsaber up to her neck, and asks her question, which is, where is Admiral Thrawn? Ooh. And then I'm sure, like, I'm going to say conservatively, 55% of the audience was like, who is Admiral Thrawn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure yeah. the reactions here were split into, like, three camps. One, people who were super high on Admiral Thrawn, but from the extended universe back in the day. That's me. Um, but mm-hmm. didn't know that he came back in Rebels. People okay, who had seen him in rebels and when he was revealed there were like ah and also people were like who is this guy (laughs) all right so what's the current thrawn lore he's just he's a badass like officer in the empire navy right so is is the same as the old lore but different yeah he's an exotic and decadent mastermind and brilliant strategic strategist for the empire he was he brought a lot of menace during clone wars doing evil or sorry not clone wars during rebels doing um evil deeds and monologuing um yeah but yeah it's good stuff okay so that's good i like when they um uh bring back old lore it's like it's just the same lore it's just the book Malarj doesn't exist, but Thrawn, he's here. Uh, yeah, because his whole, like, one of his early kind of, like, bits in the book uh, that's no longer canon is, like, he studies the art of the species that he's finding. That is finding. canon. Okay, that came back. Canon now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. Sick. He's an appreciator of arts and culture. And I think, don't quote me on this, but I think he was also a... Cl- 
I think he was also about Mandalorian art and culture. He had mm-hmm. some exchanges based on like uh, a warlike culture. <laughs> uh, so like he would study art and then send like 20 TIE fighters against the fleet and then watch and then just like walk away from the bridge and be like, all right, do this. And then they just handily win. And they would be like, you just sacrificed 20 TIE fighters. Like, yeah, we would have lost 80 in a normal fight. I sacrificed 20 and now we didn't lose any others. So uh, that's really cool that his lore seems to be the same. But yeah, he's like, everyone loves Thrawn. We all love Thrawn. Everyone says it. Uh, he's the coolest dude. He's a chiss, uh, which means he's blue with red eyes. Um, uh, in the books, it's sort of like, um, uh, it's from his standpoint and it's from standpoint of just kind of like an old hat uh empire guy (laughs) and the old hat empire guy is like i'm still not used to them letting us grow beards but okay (laughs) animal throne i guess you could because it's kind of like he was never accepted in the empire before but now that the emperor was dead they could have a a, you know a little more hashtag diversity uh and things like that um so that's kind of neat that the lore seems to be the same he's like a huge he's like what boba fett he's he's horrifically popular uh because it's like the set of books that are good i actually haven't finished them i think i've read the first book twice uh once when i was like 13 Mm -hmm. and then once when i was like 22 but i haven't read the whole series i kind of got bored there's a lot of stuff that like mara jade (laughs) and luke does when they have to like avoid geckos that take away their force power and things like that (laughs) but he's awesome awesome. (laughs) uh i feel like if he's gonna be in the show i'm really curious if He's going to be part of Mandalorian, the Mandalorians sort of like overarching yeah. thing. I think they should fucking just give Ahsoka a show, right? Like, yeah. Let's let's hope Rosario Dawson isn't a horrible turf, and because uh, she seems to be good at it. <laughs> yeah, give her yeah. a show. Let her do some stuff against, um, you know, do what Leia supposedly is doing during this, or mm-hmm. does a little bit later, which is. Uh, restarts the rebellion because the new republic doesn't give a shit about some of the stuff that's what i want to see i want to see that uh because uh, we there's all of this good juicy stuff that happens in between the movies where uh uh the individual pieces on the board don't interact with the movies so it's like well what happened to them where'd they go mm-hmm. uh, and i want to see it because lightsabers are cool thrawn is cool i don't i mean he's more of like a, uh, a starship dude yeah who's the same I don't necessarily want them to, like, portion out parts of the the Mandalorian TV show for the, like, Thrawn-Ahsoka conflict. I think there is a lot of meat on those bones. I would love to see it. I would love to get in it more. But there are so few episodes of The Mandalorian. They already have a big empire bad guy with an interest in Mandalorian relics. And he kind of projects that same menace. And you, you don't want too many guys with capes. Um, <laughs> disagree <laughs> uh, so I hope that the story finds purchase on another show because I think they have more than enough narrative yeah, to play yeah, with yeah, I definitely agree because I mean like uh, Krennic in Rogue One when he shows up in his white suit oh uh, like, so Thrawn. good uh, and then because that's what people originally thought it's like okay right. Thrawn's not ever going to be canon again this Krennic dude is going to be uh, kind of like the stand-in, the stand-in. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, we saw more trailers. That's not the case. And then right. Thrawn shows back up. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. So yeah. the city's giving back to his people. We see the guy who said his name, Governor Wing. He's in like mayor his, like, suit. formal robe. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's um, a cute scene. I don't. Did you, did you notice the the like medieval loot 
variation on <laughs> yes. the the, yeah. Yeah. the, the like, score. It's yeah. yeah. so good. <laughs> um, I I have written in the notes Ahsoka changes her mind. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take that back. She probably never changed her mind. She probably did a Mando on him. Where it's like I never actually agreed, but basically she's like I can't take him. Um, I can't take Grogu. He's there's just too much going on, too much darkness to fear. The attachment to you, you know, fear, yeah. leads to anger, anger leads to hate, fear leads but to suffering. So should just go with him. Like, all right, he's attached to you. I want to make sure he's fine. Like yeah. to me, like the answer is, even if I don't train him, I want to make sure he doesn't fall and become like a Sith right. Or something. Yeah, like, that's like, kind of irresponsible of her to be like, yeah, this. I'm I'm not gonna train him because I'm afraid of how powerful and theoretically evil he could become if left to the wrong. Mm-hmm. like in the wrong hands good luck with that yeah. <laughs> like, right. I, mean, I think there was a sense that the implication was that if he was not practicing his powers like mm-hmm. he was probably more powerful at one point when he was practicing and yeah. with time that has sort of faded so her thought is that you know i'll just let him stop being magical uh yeah. and that's but probably like- better I didn't think about it with Tim. So though it's real, I feel like it does is a good point though because it's literally like someone wheels in a cart and there's a lot, there's like few pieces of machinery around it. It's like if you assemble these, it makes a nuclear bomb. That's really powerful, right? And you're like, no, I'm not gonna put that together. Right. Like, <laughs> right. That would be, like that could be used. That could be so disastrous. Yeah. And then you let the person take the cart looking for someone right. else to put yeah. it together. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, it'd be funny if like a song's like, well, gotta kill. Him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and she also knows that like. Creatures of this species, if you train them up really good, are have the potential to be incredibly powerful. And they yeah. live fucking forever, like right? Nine hundred years, or right? Yeah. So she could start something, but she would not be around to finish it. Yeah. So, well, but I, th- I think what happens is that Kylo Ren kills him. Thank you. Yeah. Oh so, so like tracking this. So she says, "Okay, I can't handle this, but you should go to this uh, Typhon." Typhon. And you should put him on the seeking stones or, or whatever. And then he The Wi Fi rock. Yeah, he can <laughs> he can choose to like send out his energy into the universe and then anyone who's out there who wants to train yeah. younglings can be like, Oh, I choose I'll do I'll take you under the your, my wing and train you up, Grogu. Yeah. So like are we gonna have like one of the Hemsworth brothers be like Luke Skywalker, like come up and be like, "What up, brother?" <laughs> well, that's uh, the, that's the thing because so the idea is okay. At this point in in the timeline, you should reach out to find someone who will train you. I think we're a few years out from Luke starting up his school, but right. theoretically, he could be yeah. like. There's got to be a yeah, breadcrumb there, right? Yeah, well, there, there's a breadcrumb there. So, are we? Have we entered into a timeline where he goes to Luke Skywalker's school and then Kylo Ren kills him? Right. <laughs> well, yes. Right. Well, no, 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 no. Is Kylo Ren Grogu... born yet? Huh? Is he born yet? This is five Kylo years. Ren... This is five years after Jedi. Maybe he's maybe a little baby. So uh, I was just thinking because I, I read yeah. an article. I was like, are we going to see Luke Skywalker show up in the Mandalorian? And I was like. That'd be dope. I don't think so. But I was like, well, I don't know if it could be Mark Hamill playing him because it, it would not. A, that would, would only could be... you imagine him yeah. wearing like a little sailor suit trying to look <laughs> <so> young? <laughs> they, they <laughs> down. There's yeah. a big lollipop. 
Yeah. So, you know, one of the fun things about the hit show Lost is they had a sort of archivist that kept track of every gun on the island because there's like at one point two guns, at one point 12 guns, and they literally had to keep track of every gun. So at this point, we have to sort of work backwards. How many Jedi in canon exist right now? Uh, We have the guy from the video game. Uh, We have, oh, is he life? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, we have like dudes from video games. We have dudes from comic books. We got Ahsoka. We got Luke Skywalker. We have Leia. You know, uh, it's it's horrific to think that Leia or Luke are going to show up to the 4G rock and be like, what's up? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, in one of the video games recently, um, uh, Luke does show up uh, in Star Wars Battlefront 2. So I am... It's not out of the realms of possibility. It's just, unfortunately, this is a live action show. So they, I really hope they don't do CG Luke. That would suck shit. I hope they just cast a dude that just looks like him. And they're like, oh, five <laughs> years. It's been five years since Return of the Jedi. That's what Luke looks like. We all agree and move on. Slap a beard or, on him. <laughs> yeah, or they pick someone else. Uh, for some reason, I just really can't get through my mind that... that Obi-Wan's dead you know um, every six seconds I'm like well maybe Obi-Wan can do it like no Tim don't be stupid this is after it Obi-Wan will not be showing up Uh, who's to say I mean they're definitely dropping something like they're this is like oh you know breadcrumb trail another Jedi is going to show up I think this is like exactly what Game of Thrones does like what Walking Dead does is, is, is getting your fandom to create podcasts, create blogs, create fan art, freak out, argue about it. That is what they want to do here. I have no goddamn idea, mostly because I'm terrified that of of it being Luke and it not being Luke. I don't understand how they would do Luke. I don't understand who else it would be. Uh, if they invent a new Jedi that's piling around, uh, that would feel a way, but I don't know if it would, it would, it would kind of land like a le- wet fart. If it's, like, a random comic book character, it's like, would I give a shit? If it's any of the characters from the video games, I'd be like... Like, the character from the, the video game that takes place in between the Clone Wars and the uh, 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 Return of the Jedi... His, or it's, like, a dude from... Does the... Uh, Jane, quick spoiler. Does the dude from Rebels survive? Which one? I don't know. The guy with the lightsaber. Does he have a lightsaber? <laughs> there. Are, okay, so there are several characters with a, with lightsabers. Um, so the protagonist is Ezra, who is like uh-huh. this young Force user who kind of um, is raised by Kanan, who never passed his trials, but like had some Jedi training. Uh-huh. Um, so one of the potential things that this uh, introduction of Ahsoka and Thrawn could be teeing up is that at the end of Rebels spoilers um thrawn and ezra end up having their sort of fates entwined and there is a mystery about where they ended up so if ahsoka is looking for thrawn she would also potentially be looking for ezra okay um so it seems most likely that it's ezra we're gonna see a live action ezra but that also leaves it open where it could totally be someone who is has force abilities maybe is like homeschooled Jedi who is not in a, officially from the temple. Yeah. So would not right. have been it, like would not have been like a registered target for order. I agree, 66. but I I, I think uh, it for good and bad, 
they are sort of playing on, you know, Star Wars history, right? Right. And I think that is just as likely, if not more likely, that... But so, Okay, so here's... If they do this, they have to do it right. Because right. they either need to do Ezra, they need to do Luke, which I don't want them to do Luke, um, or Leia. they need to do their own... Or Leia, I guess, yeah. They need to do their own... Or they need to do their own Jedi. But this Jedi has to be in, like, half the episodes. Like, if they create their own person, they have to create their own person for the explicit intent to have them be in the show more. Uh, If they just plop down, like, a random character that shows up, like, twice a season, it would be... It would feel lackluster. I think they could... Mm -hmm. I think they could make that work. I just think they've set up, like, this really cool world that is interacting with all the stuff we know. It really just feels like... They want to open up the toy box and let right. all of yeah. us play with. So, right. the, but the they also there. they can't go around. They can't have too many Jedi because yes. it's a big galaxy. But like, there, we should be in a point where like there are, I would say no more than ten, and mm-hmm. that feels a little high to me. Like yeah. that, this is an extinct sort of organization an extinct way of being so that the events of the force awakens actually make sense because if there are a ton of jedi out there and like luke just doesn't know about it that's that's very weird well he wouldn't he completely closed himself off from the force (laughs) yeah but not (laughs) immediately that's That's like 20 years i know it's but that's after kylo ren kills baby yoda yeah you killed them Uh, so yeah, but like what I want to discuss specifically about this season, because we have three episodes left in the season, and I did not, I as much as I liked this episode, I really, really, really liked it a lot. It's definitely up there for me. Um, it, I did not expect it. I did not see it coming as far right. as like the fact that we'd meet Ahsoka, have this little adventure, and then they would part ways, because I totally yeah. thought it was building to... Like, we'd have her in the last two episodes, and there's, like, the big climax, and, yeah. and Gideon, Moff Gideon catches up to them. So, as if, as you guys are probably looking at the notes, it's in, um, a fuck ton of Chekhov's guns have been placed yeah. on the mantle yeah. this oh, yeah. season. Chekhov's Which spear, ones? baby. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh. The spear versus the dark saber. Yeah. Oh. Yes. That's what they're doing. That's what yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, right? As, yeah. When yeah. I was watching it, Evan was like, they're going to they're gonna fight the dark saber and i was yeah. like yeah they are <laughs> yeah right because it would so, be like before we're we we're basically like oh a bokatan or uh 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 ahsoka has to fight gideon yeah. not anymore they've yeah, solved that no. problem which is no. sick. yeah so yeah, i'm curious if we're gonna see like training montages of mando like in the the hold being like yeah because he's like he's pretty stiff like he he's right when he has to be he's like kind of live like think back of episode like Two, where he like infiltrates the rebel uh, or the uh, empire base there. Uh, So he's like good at like hand to hand combat, but like he's still pretty stiff, all things considered. Uh, So I'm hoping we get to see that while Grogu makes fun of him. Um. So yeah, I want. I want everyone's prediction. Uh, I got one, two, three. Um, have we seen the last of grief and Kara Dune this season? Uh, I I don't think so because um i isn't bill burr supposed to be in this season too yeah he's ringing Sp- back mayfield Sp- boston yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, stormtrooper how many episodes are left three three holy shit 
dude, I have no fucking idea. Yeah. Uh, I th- okay, I'm I'm on your side, Pat. That season seven is the uh, is the Boba Fett season. And <laughs> I think show him you know, one time. <laughs> it's kind of a bit, but I just think it's going to be too fun when we get. That'll be my next one is Boba Fett. I'm going to say he's not coming. It's going to be the slowest <laughs> build because apparently, as we said, it was confirmed those were his feet that picked up Ming Na Wen's character okay. in the Tatooine Desert, and that's the only thing. So that's the only thing we're getting this season of him. Yeah. There'll be one thing. <laughs> <laughs> season three. <laughs> yeah, I, I I fully believe this. This is that. Yeah, I I am I'm a believer of that. Dude, there's so much. I mean, there's yeah. the, the chess so, pieces. Yeah, so we that, got. So we got. Yeah. No so, are Griffin Kara coming back? Are we gonna see Boba? Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. Is this? Are we gonna see Ahsoka again? God. I, I don't, don't think we're. I don't yeah. think we're gonna see Ahsoka again. Yeah. Like maybe over the overall run of the show we will, but I don't I think she's going Just, to have a part to play in the finale. I think I it's going I to think be giving him that spear, kind of like. Right yeah. Because because this episode was so like tight, like self-contained, yep. like yep. right. No loose ends in the like yeah. 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 I think I'm I'm a, I'm a baby about it. I'm crying. I am uh, knocking things off the table because I want more Ahsoka. But you know yeah. whatever. It's, I mean that's what the show does. I love Ahsoka to pieces, but I also think I do not want the telling of her story to necessarily be within the framework of the Mandalorian, which Mm -hmm. is such a narrow scope in terms of the story that they're telling. I think that you risk having, honestly, too many main characters. I want Mando to really read as the main character of this. For sure. Also, if you ever told me, if you like time traveled back like three years, first of all, warn me about COVID. Second, <laughs> if you told me that I would be like, I don't want any more Ahsoka in this TV show about <laughs> a male Mandalorian who barely speaks. Like, yeah. I would be like, what are you talking about? What has happened? So Mandalorian is the best when Mando has people to interact with. Yes. He is so low in the charisma scale. So right now I am really curious. We haven't, it's really weird. Cause like our pieces that should be for the finale is Bo-Katan's crew and Ahsoka. I think Bo-Katan will show back up. I think that's pretty yes. clear. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that, um, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be like, Hey, we found him or Hey, he found us or Hey, we found it. We all three found each other at the same time, um, because they, or they could play against type of that they set in season one, where you know it's still both both of them, meaning just Mando and uh, 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 Grogu. But really, I don't think so. I think they like to do these set pieces. Yeah. So I don't think Ahsoka. I think we get a a little bit of Boba, just a little bit to tee off season three. <laughs> which I think is hilarious. I, re- I totally would have thought he would have been a huge deal this season, but I don't think he will be because we don't have enough episodes. I have no idea what they're going to do next episode at all. I mean, I guess go to that rock, but fuck, are they going to introduce a Jedi? Or or does, maybe they're going to fight the dark Jedi or something, or like the, the dark troopers or something? Maybe, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm losing it. Yeah. I think they're not going to get to Typhon next episode. It's going to be an interlude episode. I don't I think, think I, I, I could see Typhon being the one two of like if they do a two kind of yeah I think you're right two yeah. parts kind of like how they kind of did two parts with the last two last season yeah and it's a Jedi Temple it's going to be a cool set piece um, Moff Gideon will show up there yeah and then uh, no I, I think I think we do yeah. Moff Gideon and then we get to Mountain 
is, what, is my assumption. Yeah, because, well, and if you think about it, so we know that Gideon has a tracker on the Razor Crest. Ah, uh, so, shit. So he'll be showing up wherever they are. And we also know that Bo-Katan has, has a ship of her own and is on the trail of Gideon. So it could, yeah. it could be, you know... Razorcrest goes to this yeah. planet, Gideon tracks them, everything is real fucked up, then Bo-Katan tracks them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think, uh, so Tim, are you saying, do you think the last shot of the season will be him setting Grogu on the stone? Or yeah, whatever? and then Amar Hamill just plastered with makeup is like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. I think the final battle will most likely either be at a gas station planet or at the mountain planet i think those are the two yeah. options i i had golly beans i have no idea so it's very possible next episode they will get captured i think i think we haven't done that yet I, we need an episode where they get captured and i think book 10 will rescue them um and then episode so we have three more yeah yep ah crap no idea so i think we have an episode where they get captured and rescued an episode where they fight that leaves one episode. I really don't. I'm really not sure that they're going. It could be Leia who's starting. This seems a little early for her rebellion. I'm. I have no idea. I, it's there's so many pieces. I we all agree Boba Fett's feet will be somewhere. We'll see his feet like this time. Uh, it, there's going to be a final. I think if I have to nail down, it's next episode is Gideon episode and he wins. Next episode after that is him getting saved and then the final episode is like saving baby yoda and killing gideon or something like that and then thrawn coming up and being like oh you thought you won (laughs) my chianti tastes good uh as that's what i think is gonna happen i don't know if it works out faction wise but i would love to see this show exploring bo-katan mando and boba retaking the throne of mandalore that would be sick as hell yeah yeah, because maybe Gideon is like, I found an, I, in order to make my spooky troopers strong, I need to go to Mandalore and find the uh, uh, fucking uh, Mandalorian crystal. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, well, and the Empire sacked Mandalore, um, purged it, sort of removed all of their cultural indicators, and I think turned it into like a prison planet or something like that. Yikes. So, So this would be them kind of reclaiming it from the empire which now granted the empire has fallen but i'm sure that whatever state mandalore right. is in is not great yeah mm-hmm. well any uh final thoughts um before no, we I'm wrap just... up i could talk about this forever but i want to save some stuff I, you know i kind of like how the show most of the time it's a we have no fucking clue right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, for I, sure. I feel a something about this <laughs> the, the Gorgu story, like Grogu. 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 Sorry, I, I I find a little bit unsettling, like the the the, 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 the taking Grogu. I, I, well, because I know that he's he's a baby, right? But he's also fifty. He was in school for a really long time. <laughs> like like clearly he was cognizant enough to learn how to study real hard and learn to use his telekinesis so the fact that he has zero impulse control like he he was he was taught in a jedi temple to use his powers probably to like 
open up hollow cubes and like spar mm. with the greatest minds that Jedi world had to offer. And now he's using it to steal cookies from a kid who's like 45 yes. years younger than he is. Yes. yes. It's really, very true. it's very difficult when he always like puts his little hands up and is like, up, papa, please up, carry up. me. Yeah. It's up. like, it's like, are you, are you really a baby or are you just a weirdo? I, oh my God. He's fair. Imagine, imagine a scene, final, Moff Gideon is face to face with him. And Moff Gideon is just like, come now, Grogu. I think it's time to drop the charade. <laughs> and, he's like, and he's like, fine, you got me. Hello, got me, you friend. did. Like, Hello, you old son of a bitch. And the man Lights like, up a little fuck? cigarette. <laughs> yeah, he, he he takes off his, he throws off his, his frock and he has like six like abs just like yucked out. He has like four lightsabers. He's got a, and he just around adorable him. little lightsabers. Yeah. yeah, we're all just sitting here being oh, like, wow. I can't believe they did the attack of the clones thing. But yeah, man, he's fucking, Yoda's thick. Grogu is stacked, bro. Yeah. He, he is. Uh, the show sucks now, but like, I gotta admit, it was kind of. Imp- I'm impressed they <laughs> or he's did got that like dog a, shit. He's he, he's got a posh. He, yeah, he like dropped the charade, and Grogu's like, <sighs> fine. He looks at Mando. Sorry, old chap. But, you know, <laughs> thumbs the brakes. Yeah. Ask this kick I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when, if, you when, do what you have to. Will he do the Yoda like reverse speak? Oh. God, he can't. He can't. I can't. Oh, I, I just want Yoda needs to. <laughs> Grogu you know how needs lucky... to never talk. He <laughs> can... can't talk. It'll Let ruin everything. It'll ruin everything. <laughs> I was gonna you, make. Uh, I was gonna make a comment earlier. I just want to say, do you know how lucky? I just want to say, you're welcome, Jane. You're welcome, Tim. You're welcome, listeners. Because when Tim made a comment about Yoda and Yaddle fucking earlier, I had to physically restrain myself from doing Yoda voice God. doing dirty talk. <laughs> like no, <laughs> no, 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 no you know, uh, even as we're talking about it, like I'm, st- I feel like I'm still processing having Ahsoka in this story again. Yeah, and it's so good. It feels good. Yeah. Well, uh, again, I could talk about this for another hour because it's sick. I did sort of laugh to myself of like, did I like this episode too much? And does that make it bad? Is this episode just sugar? And I'm like, shut up, log off from your brain. <laughs> Uh, the only good media is media that no one really likes. We can all agree it has to be uh, uh, tough. But let's let's wrap it up there because uh, uh, yeah. you know we have we have other things to do today. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. You can find uh, Pat on Twitter at uh, the Pat Edwards. You can find Jane on Twitter at Grogu dot Beer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, get, get, what is it? Uh, what's the uh, Clone Wars? Uh, so it's clonewars.watch um and if you like the uh, bounty buddies way of looking at things and you want to recommend it to your friends um make sure to send them right along to grogu.beer um gor- <laughs> yes grogu.beer not gorgu that you didn't buy different... gorgu did you <laughs> no no uh gorgu.beer is for uh grogu's twin brother who's has a little mustache Please, and is, my is, is dark side Yo, that's his his surname my name is gorgu gorgu <laughs> oh yeah grogu, we grogu, like grogu. yeah grogu short for like glorious or something like that. 
Uh, Pat, do you have any uh, uh, things to share? Um, I mean, nothing new, actually. Kind of in a chill-out lull. Yeah, Sick. my short film joining calls on YouTube, Laughstash TV, book Space Tripping, buy it anywhere, or these days digitally anywhere. You can pre-order the Red Opera, the D&D campaign book I wrote Ooh, half of. Perfect. Um, just literally put the finishing touches on my last piece of content for that, for our stretch goals. So Beautiful. don't have to do with myself. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, you can find some of the other podcasts I do if you want to uh, slurp up some other mm-hmm. media that is good. Tim, uh, like did something Naruto. interesting happen in Greetings Adventures in the, le- in the stream, the most recent stream of this week? I'm not talking to you. To your character? <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Uh, I love that we're like, no, I'm pouring. Uh, our Greetings Adventures podcast, which is a D&D 5e show, is going a little long with the side quests we're doing. And the episode we had just recently is about uh, my character getting a cursed ring from Pat. And I'm like, why are we doing this? I was not going to even use the ring's not good. And there's one cool thing about it. That's going to be like part of my character's lore at the end of the campaign. Why are you doing this? And then um, apparently I exist just to suffer, but that's okay. We will see all of you next week until then all hail Grogu.